Uh, thank you all for coming. For those who, uh, who don't know me, my name is Ben Weinhart, and this is my wife, Lori. Um, and today we're doing a form uh, entitled Career Countdown, Seeking God's Direction. Um, and before we get into it, I'd actually, I'd like to read the summary. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read it, um, but I think it, it does a pretty good job of explaining what the purpose of the form here is today. It reads, a common question that is asked when you first meet someone is, what do you do? For many people, their jobs become their identities. They become what they do. However, it seems that many people don't even choose their occupations, but rather just take whatever comes, to the, whatever comes along. This form will explore both spiritual and practical means for approaching career decisions, such as whether or not to attend college, how do I know what I'm suited for, and how do I know what God is calling me to? A um, couple things. Uh, I just wanted to make a few comments before we get into the introduction and the material. Um, first off, I want to say that um, for, for Lori and I, we don't claim that we're experts at all on this topic. Um, we're really not much older than you guys at all. Uh, we've been commissioned to do this form, and based upon you know, the research that we've done and just the experiences that we've had, uh, in the last, um, you know, few years of our life as we're beginning our, you know, finishing our schooling, beginning our careers, um, just the things that we've learned, we want to pass that on to you guys um, and hopefully, you know, help you with the experiences that, that you're going through um, and will be going through uh, in the next few years in your life. Uh, also, um, I would just want to say that just looking at you guys and seeing, um, you, know, the, you know, the age group that you're at and us being there, you know, not too long ago, um, I think it's just such a cool thing to see how, for all of you, um, you guys have your life ahead of you. You have your whole future in front of you, and there's just so much that, you know, is yet to be determined in your life, and we just pray that God would be able to use your lives as something that is, you know, filled, and, you know, ultimately for His glory and something that, you know, becomes really great. Why don't you... Uh, all right, so I think we're having um, the rest of the people come in. I can't believe how big this group is. <laughs> I'm really short, so I hope you can see me. <laughs> um, so how many of you here um, are actually in college right now? Show of hands. Okay, so kind of have an idea of what you're going for. How many of you are going into college um, this fall? Okay, so we have kind of like a mixed group. Um, I know there's some of you still in high school. Basically... Um, there is a, a category of, of people when, in, in regards to career making. There's people who know uh, what they want to do, and they go for it. They know, oh, I want to be a doctor, and, and they go for schooling, and they actually become a doctor. There's people who you know, know what they want to do, but it keeps changing like every week. Uh, I want to be this, or I want to be like a mechanic, or then I want to be like an electrician, or I want to be a journalist, and it changes every week. That was kind of what it was like for me. Um, I had something in mind, and it changed like almost every semester while I was in high school, and I had no clue what I wanted to do. Uh, there's people who um, absolutely don't know what to do, but they're trying to figure it out, you know, asking questions and, and just being open to different possibilities. And then the last group of people is people who just don't know what to do and they really don't care. And uh, those people kind of add, uh, can, can end up successful or they can end up as complete failures. Um, so it depends uh, <laughs> by God's grace uh, and, and what they, uh, how far they get in their life. But we're going to touch on those different categories and try and provide you some direction in your life, whether if you're still you know, in high school and don't know what to do, or if you're actually in college right now and, and making your, your decisions, you guys have a whole um, 
open window for you guys, a journey full of different opportunities, and hopefully uh, this forum will, will give you uh, more direction in that. Okay. Um, just want to introduce a little bit about myself, um, my career, where I've come from in the last few years, and then Lori will do the same. Uh, I, I uh, grew up not really knowing uh, what I wanted to do. I kind of fell into sort of the third category that we have here, which is somebody who doesn't know what they want to do but wants to find out. And I was always, actually, to be honest, I, I probably started out as number four. I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't care. But eventually I got to a point where I didn't know what I wanted to do and I started to care. And that was probably around high school. And, and there was kind of ideas floating around in my head. Um, in my case, my father owns a business, um, an automotive business, service and sales of cars. So I always kind of had in the back of my mind this idea that, hey, maybe I'll get into the family business. And then as I got into high school, um, I, I got into a group of friends that sort of were more onto the intellectual side of things, academics, really focused on you know, going to university, you know, getting a degree, engineering, or becoming a doctor, whatever it was. And I kind of fell into that group of people, and then my, my focus started to shift. And I kind of had this flip-flop back and forth of what am I going to do? Um, ultimately, uh, I, I did actually um, be, start right after high school working uh, for my dad's company, and I'm currently still working there. And then throughout the, the forum, I'm going to touch a little bit about, upon my own experience of how um, I you know, came to that conclusion and why, why I chose that route and how I felt God was leading me in that way. Okay, and as for me, um, I went to high school, and um, I, I, like I said, I, I kind of jumped around with different careers. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, my mom really wanted me to be in medicine because she really wanted to be a nurse when she was older, but she got married at 18 and kind of her career ended. She had, like, kids right away. Um, so she was kind of, like, living through me. <laughs> Yeah, so I felt the pressure, but the thing was, I, I took almost every science course, but I, I couldn't, like, pass them. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, definitely medicine and medical is not for me. Um, and then my dad also didn't want me to go to university. He's like, oh, you're going to get married and you're going to have kids and, like, all that money and everything's going to go to waste. So in while I was getting, you know, that from my parents, I mean, there's a lot of wisdom that they were saying, too, in, in that, and I couldn't disregard it, but it kind of made me bitter, and it made me um, become really, um, you know, serious about, about my career, and I, I took some business courses, and I was actually really good at it, and so I was like, oh, okay, like, this is the direction God wants me to be in, it's part of the talents that God gave me, um, but through that, I became, like, an extreme, serious, like, career girl. Like, I was very focused. I was like, don't, marriage is not going to get in the way. Like, kids are not going to get in the way. I want, I'm, like, going to be at the top of the corporate ladder. And I seriously had that mentality going into school, and it was very serious. Um, for you girls, I'm going to be talking about, you know, um, marriage and career and, and how to decide um, on that, but that's going to be touched on later in the presentation. I uh, just want to let you know that I did go through stuff like that, and... Um, Obviously, God's plans are, are much more um, bigger than, than what we expect, and, and um, I did end up getting married, and, and I, I actually <laughs> don't have kids just yet, but I, I am in marketing, so I took business, and I work, um, I got, I did a co-op, and then I um, got a job right after high school, uh, or after college, sorry, um, working for them, and then the, uh, my company was bought over by a massive corporation called Rogers. I'm not sure if you Americans know um, Rogers, but it's a telecommunications company, and I work for a big corporation now. So that's uh, just a little bit of background for me. Okay. Um, the, the 
sort of the meat of this forum today um, falls into three, three categories. Um, first, we're going to look at some of the uh, biblical principles, you know, principles from the Bible that will help you guys um, to be successful um, in your career and just in your life in general. Most of the, the verses that we'll be reading are from Proverbs. There's a lot, a lot of wisdom that is found in the book of Proverbs and um, definitely relating to, to the, the topic that we're discussing today. Then after we uh, move from the biblical principles, we're going to just focus on some practical advice. Things that we've learned, things that we've you know, experienced from our own experience, from talking with people, advice that we've learned that we'll pass on to you guys. And then finally, we're going to end with um, just a list of do's and don'ts, which is almost like a summary of you know, some of the main points that um, were discussed in the forum today. So we're going to um, go right into then these seven biblical principles, and Lori's going to take the first one. Uh, so the first uh, spiritual advice that, that we found, um, and probably one of the most important, is uh, to seek advice. Um, Proverbs twelve fifteen says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Um, we have to come to the, the conclusion that we don't, we don't know everything. We, we don't have everything together. And it takes humility to come to that point saying, Look, you know, I, I think I might know what I want to do, but I really don't. And to seek advice, um, first and foremost from God, asking God, what, what should I be doing? Um, going to your parents, asking your parents, you know, what advice do you give me? And uh, asking any relatives and things like that. The first step for you guys actually today is coming to this forum. So thank you for coming. Um, taking what you can from this forum is a form of, take it, of taking advice. And hopefully we can provide you with that. The next one is choosing good friends. Uh, I'd like to read a verse, Proverbs 13.20 says, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Uh, For you guys, um, your friends are probably the one thing that has almost the most influence on you. Uh, The media definitely has influence, but your friends, the people that you hang out with, the people that you interact with, will have a massive impact on your life. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have, have realized that already and have, have heard that before. But this definitely you know, has, a, has a big influence on you guys you know, in, in college um, or maybe still in high school, that the, the friends that you interact with will dictate um, where your future goes. And I definitely saw that in my own case, even as I explained at the beginning, how um, my, my mindset and my ideas of what I wanted to do with my life changed based upon the people that I was around. So just, I guess I just want to use this as an encouragement and and take this verse as an encouragement um, to choose friends that will help you, help to build you up, help you, help to steer you in the right direction. And, you know, obviously for a lot of, uh, for a lot of us, you know, we don't really necessarily choose our friend. It's not like we, you know, walk into a building and say, I want to be friends with that person, that person, and that person. No. You know, we, we just kind of, you know, fall into friendships almost just as we interact with people. And, you know, based upon the places that we're at is, is uh, you know, the friends that we have. But I guess what we need to, what you need to consider then is, you know, where are you placing yourself? You know, what certain situations in, what groups of people, not that you can specifically choose your friends because that just kind of happens, but you do have the choice of where you place yourself in your life and whether it's in college, whether, you know, there's, there's certain groups of friends or in high school, you know, there's different, you know, um, groups of people. Just be careful who, who you hang out with and realize that, um, you know, if, if you are hanging out with fools, 
you're going to probably end up being a fool. And if you hang out with the wise, you will end up as, as a wise person. Um, the next one, number three, says, Do not follow worthless pursuits. Proverbs 12:11 says, Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will lack sense. Um, you guys are older. I, I know in the forum yesterday, uh, we, we did the forum for the 13 to 15-year-olds. And, um, you know, for you guys who are getting older, obviously you're getting more mature. But, you know, in our society today, it's amazing how I see that um, there's so much of what I would call um, worthless pursuits out there. And so many people that are following worthless pursuits, things that don't really matter. And this, you know, this has a big impact on you guys because... You're at the age now, and you're at the time in your life when it, it, this is serious. This is for real. This, you know, you're not a kid anymore. You know, you may be, or you soon will be, considered a legal adult, and you're responsible for your decisions, and you're responsible for your life. You know, if you mess up your life, that's you know your thing. You know, as a kid, you know your parents direct you and whatnot. But um, for you, you know, following worthless pursuits, that that's something that you need to really consider, you know, the activities that you put yourself in and, you know, whether you're in, in high school or in college and uh, or moving into your career, consider what your pursuits are. Also consider, you know, when you're trying to make a decision of what, what should I do as a career, um, consider that, um, you know, some, some careers out there are more realistic than others. Uh, you know, there, there's, you know, 13-year-old kids, if you ask them what they want to do, they say, oh, I want to be a, you know, video game tester like <laughs> or like programmer or something like that like you know some things are not realistic uh, but for you guys you know what this verse is really saying is, here is that you know don't don't follow worthless pursuits um, work hard and and that's where you know you'll get places uh, the fourth point here is uh, slacking off um, it never pays off proverbs uh, 10 4 and actually all throughout proverbs it, it talks about sluggards and, and laziness and um the effects it has, and God really um, detests that. Um, laziness is not something that um, will produce any blessing um, in any means um, in your life. And um, slacking off begins, you know, in, in at, at home. It begins at uh, school. And if you're slacking off um, today in, in school or in a college and you expect to, you know, have um, a good career later on in the future, it, it won't happen. Not only does uh, slacking off produce shame for yourselves, but it produces shame for people who count on you, um, people who are around you, people who are depending on you. Um, it's shameful for them. So that's just uh, something to keep in mind. All right. Um, this next point here, laziness versus diligence, kind of goes along with the last one, the, the, this whole idea of uh, you know, slacking off and being a sluggard. I'm going to read actually the, the, the verse uh, from the previous one. Proverbs 10, 4, and 5 says, A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. Um, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty clear. Um, if you're lazy, um, it, you know, you're going to end in poverty. And that relates to you guys. Um, there's... You know, this, this whole, this, the balance between, you know, obviously it's comparing laziness versus being a diligent person, somebody who, you know, when harvest is there, they, you know, seize the opportunity. Think, if you think about, you know, what this verse is actually saying, the analogy that it's kind of using, you know, when the harvest comes, 
you got to be out there to harvest your crops. If you're not working, you know, around the clock to, to get everything in before it goes bad, you know, you're not going to have a harvest. That's your livelihood. It's over. If you're sleeping through harvest, you're done. Um, and that's, you know, it's the same for you guys. The, the time, the age that you're in right now uh, is very critical that um, you take, you know, what you're doing seriously and that you really consider that, you know, you know, not to, not to be lazy, not to slack off and say, oh, like, you know, I'll go to school later. Maybe I'll just defer it a few years and I'll just work part-time for now because I want to hang out with my friends. You know, you're, you're going to have a lot harder time if you're 30 and just starting school. Um, you're, you're one step behind. And, and I've seen that even, you know, for myself. Just to see, you know, the friends that I grew up with, how some of them, you know, you know did, they were, you know, what I would classify as sluggards. Um, they, you know, they didn't take their career seriously. They didn't take their schooling seriously. And, you know, they're at the same age that I am now, and they're, you know, don't have any work, really any work experience at all, don't have any schooling, nothing, and they're, you know, they don't have anything to show for themselves, and they're already in their mid-20s. Um, but consider that, and consider, you know, the verses that, that um, really point this out. Colossians 3.23 um, says that um, whatever you do, do all um, with diligence and for the glory of God. Um, this doesn't mean in just in your spiritual life and um, with your relationship with God. This means in everything. Everything you do, um, do it with diligence. Do it with hard work. And wherever you end up, whatever job you, you end up, even if it's something that you don't, you know, initially you never really wanted or you don't think it's, you know, a great job, do it with hard work and do it to the best that you can. And in the end, God will really bless you. Okay. The last one here. Um, Proverbs 13.11, I'm going to read it right off the bat, says, Wealth gained hastily, or dishonestly in, in some ways it's said, will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Um, it's this whole concept, again, to use a, a versus analogy of, of uh, this get-rich-quick um, versus hard work. Have you, have you guys ever seen those, like, ads... Um make $1,000 in, in one week kind of jobs and stuff that, oh, stay at home and be a millionaire. You know, this get-rich-quick schemes. Um, this is, is not really alluding just to that. It's, it's um, more than that, like our mentality of trying to get rich. But, but the reality is that, you know, getting rich quick is, you know, in most cases it's, it's not true. If it seems too good to be true, it's probably not true. Um, you know, hard work does pay off. And for you guys, that's, that's an important thing um, that actually Willie will, will be touching on later, too, as, as we have a few people come up and you know, older people come up and share some of their experience of what it really means to, um, you know, to work hard at your career and uh, some practical advice from that. But another uh, thing I want to point out, too, that um, is a mentality among a lot of young people today um, is that going to college or university is... Um, they see it almost as a get-rich-quick type of thing. They think, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to university, and that's going to set me to make a nice six-figures job or six-figures-paying job. And, you know, once I just go to university, that's going to set it out for me. And then they forget this whole aspect of the other side, which is hard work. And that's not the reality. And, and a lot of times the people who do that uh, end up going to college and, you know, dropping out because they don't have the worth ethic. They don't know how to work hard. Um, they're just in it for the money. They're in it for, you know, what can I get out of it and uh, not really to, to serve their employers and to do well at their career. So that's just another thing to consider. And all of these biblical principles, um, 
know, these are from the Bible. These are things that are tested and true. The wisest man in the world is the one who wrote these things, um, and you would be wise to take these things to heart. Okay, so we're going to move on to more um, practical advice for you guys. Um, so not we touched on the spiritual component, um, and even this practical is spiritual too. So um, first thing is um, personality tests. So right now, um, you're at a stage, if, if you don't really know what you want to do, or you kind of have an idea, but you want to confirm it, the best thing for you to do is take, um, you know, spiritual, a spiritual test and uh, personality test. And, you know, it kind of sounds a little cheesy. You go uh, through high school, and I'm not quite sure if Americans um, have career class, um, but I know in Canada we do. And I remember going to career class and taking these uh, personality tests and just kind of whipping through and not really caring about it. Um, now seeing later on, um, those actually, you know, have some value in it. Um, get to know who you are. Get to know a little bit about yourself um, before even, you know, choosing a career, just so that you know kind of what you ha- are capable of doing, getting to know what your likes and dislikes are, what your weaknesses and what your strengths are, who God made you as a person, and what you can do to utilize everything you are in your career, um, being full- fully used by him. Um, even spiritual gifts test, knowing, you know, I work really well with people. God gave me a gift that I can speak really well to people, and I can relate to people really well. I want to do, you know, something with my life where I can connect with people and really, you know, relate with them and help them through their problems. Just getting to know a little bit more about yourself will really make things a little bit more clear in um, your career decisions. Um. This is a little tip that um, I think a lot of us know, but for those that don't, it's called the backwards method. So if you, once you kind of understand who you are and you have an idea of what you want to do um, and you have a career in mind, um, select that career. And it's something called the backwards method. So um, if you want to be a doctor, for example, you, you look at what kind of doctor you want to be. Um, what, what does it take? So if you, if you need a be a doctor, you have to um, take special tests or the MCAT, is that what it's called? Um, and what, what, what qualifications are needed to even get to that point? So you kind of go backwards and say, all right, well, I have to take this test. And in order to take th- this test, I have to have, you know, go through four years of medical school. In order to get into medical school, I have to, you know, have a bachelor degree somewhere. And then you go backwards, even down to the point of what courses I need to take in high school. So right now, starting now, you go backwards. You pick your career and you go down just so that you have a clear path as to what you're supposed to take so you're not jumping all over the place and trying to figure it out. Proverbs uh, 14.8 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. So to understand his way, that's to, to look ahead, you know, to consider your path and consider where you're going and, and work with that. Okay. More practical advice. Um, all right, this next one, uh, limitations. This, uh, you know, in choosing a career, it's definitely something to consider. I think it doesn't necessarily relate to everyone, but I wanted to bring it up because, um, you know, I, I think it, it's, you know, it's more of a common sense thing, but I think it's an important point. Um, there are certain limitations um, with certain careers, and that's something that needs to be considered, you know, when you are choosing a career. And, and I can give you an example. Um, in my work, uh, uh, we, ha- we have a shop, so there's mechanics working in the shop, working on cars. And um, we get co-op students in from time to time. <laughs> and a few months ago, we had this girl come in as a co-op student. She, she wants to be a mechanic. And, uh, and like, this girl was, like, 
like shorter than Lori, like, and like. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was tiny. she was like shorter than Lori, like tiny tiny girl, and like I remember like several cases seeing her like she she physically couldn't do the job, like she couldn't lift the tire on, like she's just like getting like crushed by this stuff. <laughs> And like I mean that's that's kind of, you know that's an example of a lim a physical limitation that that comes with with certain jobs you know and that's something that needs to be considered you know when you are considering your career now there's also other um, you know limitations there's emotional limitations um, that um, you know that relate to some people you know if you're a very sensitive person don't you know choose a job that you're gonna have to take a lot of heat at um, and you know take you know you're gonna have to have thick skin for. You know, consider consider things like that, and I know that it's hard sometimes because there's different jobs out there that they change, right? You start off with one thing, and you know they move to another. Now, that's not to say that, you know, because you know, take the example of this um, this girl who who wanted to be a mechanic. You know, she's obviously interested in automotive things. You know, just because she, you know, physically, you know, it's it's a struggle for her to actually be a mechanic doesn't mean that she has to write off and say, okay, now I'm going to have to go be a secretary because I'm not tall enough or strong enough. No, she can, you know, there are jobs in that field still that relate to, um, you know, relate to automotive in her case that she could get into, like she could work as a service advisor or, you know, whatever the case is. So, you know, there are different things, but consider the, the actual job and the limitations that are, that are attached to it. Um, the next one, this is, a, this is just a, a, a piece of advice. Uh, it's actually based upon a verse, but I think it, it's uh, definitely uh, you know, worth hearing. Uh, it's choose a career that will be in demand. For some of you, you know, like we mentioned at the beginning, you guys know what you want to do, and you're going for it already, and that's awesome. Um, but for some who you know, are here who, who are maybe saying to themselves, I don't know at all what I want to do, um, and you're just trying to say, you know, I just want to come up with a, you know, a, a job that I think would be really good. Um, Choose a career that will be in demand. There's a, a verse in, in Proverbs 27 also that says, A sensible man watches for problems ahead and prepares to meet them. The simpleton never looks and suffers the consequences. If you're wise um, and you're looking for a career that, that will, will be good, consider something that, that you can look ahead into the future and see that's something that will be in demand in the future. It's not... You know, don't choose a career that is in an industry that's about to die, that there's nothing left on it. Uh, but choose something that, that will be in demand and, and find a job that you can grow in and really be successful in in the future. An example of, of this, I don't know about in the States, but back home um, where, we, where we're from in Ontario, especially in Kitchener-Waterloo area, everybody wants to be teachers. There's like an overflow of, of teachers, people going to school for teaching. Um, everyone that goes to university, their backup plan, in case if like their initial goal doesn't work, is uh, to be a teacher. Because back at home, all you have to do is um, get like a four-year um, degree in something and then go one year in teacher's college and you're a teacher. And so um, it's extremely competitive to get into teacher's college. And even after... When you're done teacher's college, it's extremely difficult to get a job. And um, unfortunately, for those that actually want to be teachers, aren't getting those jobs um, because all the people who are becoming teachers are those people that kind of failed with their first, like, plan A, and now they're just falling back on their plan B. Um, this is just an example. Is like that a teaching job back at our at where we live is not in demand. And not saying don't be a teacher for those that live in Kitchener-Waterloo, but consider... <laughs> consider, you know, um, 
what is in demand, what is needed, um, and you'll be far more successful and more likely to be able to um, get a job and a career in the future. I mean, with God, all things are possible, and if that's what you really desire, go for it. But um, this is just a practical tip for you guys. Uh, the fifth um, practical advice that we have for you guys is to job shadow. Um, how many of you have actually job shadowed before? Is it a common thing for you guys? No, that's too bad. I did job shadowing when I was in high school. I wanted, like I said, I kind of jumped around. There was one point in my life where I wanted to go into optometry. Um, so I actually spent a day with an optometrist, and it was really cool. Um, it was totally different than what I thought it would be, and I actually ended up not liking it. Um, <laughs> it definitely wasn't for me, but that job shadowing, basically spending a day with that person and seeing exactly what they do all day, um, gives you real insight because, you know, your education and what you learn doesn't prepare you for what you're actually going to be doing and what the environment is like, what, uh, the atmosphere is like. If you really don't like sitting in a job, but you really want to be an accountant, um, like, or sitting at a desk all day, like, um, there's just things to consider. Also with that is co-oping, um, or internships. Um, I, I did that and I actually ended up getting a career, a job in the career that I wanted to. Um, it gives you practical, um, hands-on experience and it just makes you realize, am I really suited for this? Can I really handle this? Do I have the qualities and characteristics for this job? Um, rather than just thinking, um, and seeing it on TV of what that job might be like. And uh, with that comes experience. So start now. You guys are young. You guys have, you know, lots of time to, you know, get experience. If you, if you have an idea of what you want to do, um, start now. And, and this could be like getting a part-time job related to, you know, in that field. If you want to go into selling, you can get a retail job and start selling. If you think that you want to work with children, start getting experience now. This will give you an edge um, for when you do start finding a job. Uh, help you build your resume. It also help you get to know if you really like working in that kind of environment as well. So getting experience, job shadowing, asking questions are all helpful. That's a, that, I think that's a key point right there, um, the whole aspect of getting experience. A lot of employers today, um, you know, every, everyone and their sister has, you know, a, a degree nowadays. And, you know, just to have on your resume, oh, I graduated with my bachelor's and whatever, uh, it's not enough. They, they want to see something new. They want to see something that will define you as a person and show that, hey, this kid didn't just, you know, sit in a classroom for four years and now he's going to be an awesome worker, but that, you know, this person has had experiences, um, real-life practical experiences, jobs, you know, learning to deal with people, interact, that really make you a well-rounded person, someone that your employer says, yes, this is the one that I want, um, you know, to, to work for me because you are a well-rounded person. Um, the next one... Uh, there's only two more points left here. The um, family business. This is something that I want to bring up that doesn't relate to all of you guys. It, it, I'm sure it relates to some of you. Um, but it's, I think it's a worthy point that um, for those who, who have the opportunity to get involved in a family business, um, it's definitely something to consider. In my case, um, I, did, um, I, I struggled with the fact of you know, whether that was what I wanted to do or not. And, and I'm thankful in my case that... Um, you know, my parents and my father didn't, you know, pressure me at all to get, you know, to, to, to really force me or, or uh, pressure me to, to get involved in the family business and take it over. But um, looking back now, 
um, now that I am involved um, in the business that my father started, um, I think I see now more than I did you know, back when I first started what a blessing it is to be involved in a business um, that has a good reputation, that, um, you know, that has been started ahead of time for you. And it's just, for me, I think it's something that I appreciate um, so much more than I used to. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's not something that, you know, ultimately you want to do something that you like. And, you know, you should never go into something just because, you know, you have a good, you know, opportunity. But it, it, for those who, who do have a father um, or a mother who, who own a family business and you have that opportunity, I just want to challenge you guys to, to give it a try. Um, see what it's like and seriously consider it because um, I think it's definitely something that um, can be a real blessing and really worthwhile. And the final uh, the piece of, of practical advice that we have is career-focused schooling. It seems like a, a lot of people today um, don't have focus. They don't have a goal in mind um, when they're you know, considering what their schooling is and their career. Um, a lot of people go into school nowadays, um, into, into college or university, and they don't even know what they want to do. You say, hey, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm just there you know, doing general arts, and I'll you know, figure it out you know, as it comes along. And I realize that, you know, for some people, it is a struggle. It's, it's, a, it's a big decision. But the, the reality is it's a decision that needs to be made. Um, just pushing it off, procrastinating, saying, oh, I'll figure it out later, and I'm just going to take general stuff for now. To be honest, um, most people, it doesn't really work out very well. I mean, for, for, for a lot of us, you know, opportunities come along, and we take them as they come. And it's, you know, you need to be careful not to, to, to try to pinpoint way in the future exactly what you want. And, if things don't turn out that way, you know, that you feel like a failure, that's not the case at all. But I just want to challenge you guys, you know, in your schooling, um, go into school with, with a mentality of having a goal in mind. Um, I find, especially for me, um, you know, when I was in high school, I, I didn't have a career-focused um, worth ethic. Uh, I did well in school. I worked hard at it. But I, I did it in a way that I was just doing it to, to get school done, to do well in it, to get good grades, just to move to the next step. And I never really had a goal in mind. And only now, um, after you know, going to college and, and being in college with, with a specific job goal in mind, seeing how much better it was for me to learn. Uh, I learned so much more. I felt like I was really um, just, just focused and I felt like I was getting so much more out of it because I had an ultimate goal in mind. So just want to leave that practical advice with you guys that you know, be focused um, in your career. Know what you want to do and, and go for it. Another point on that is um, I have a lot of friends uh, from high school and even in college that, you know, have been in, they just won't, will not get out of university. They go into university without really knowing what they want to do, and then they're stuck. Um, they're taking English, and then they get their English degree, and then they're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Oh, I'll just take geography. And then they go back another four years and take, you know, you know, go for geography, and then halfway through, they're like, you know what, I think architecture. And then they start taking architecture, and then, you know what, halfway through, they're like, you know what, I, I'm going to go into political science. And they're constantly in school for about 10 years. And um, in college, there's several, um, I don't know about in, in the States, there's a there's difference between university and college. Um, but there's a lot of kids in my program, or not kids, they're now adults, um, but they went through about 10 to 12 years of university and just kind of going in circles, just education, education, and not really knowing what they want to do. And then they end up in my program 
finally knowing what they want to do, and they're almost, they're like in their 30s. Um, so that's just a word of caution that Ben was just kind of alluding to. When you go to university, have a goal in mind, because you can just get caught up in this education cycle. All right. Um, I want to talk right now a little bit to the guys. Um, girls, you don't have to uh, zone out here, but I will give you a little tip. <laughs> For the girls, pay attention to which of the guys are listening um, to this advice, <laughs> because those are going to be the guys that uh, you're going to want to marry, because they're smart if they're listening. Um, <laughs> and they're going to treat you well. No, but um, on a serious note, guys, I want to challenge you um, to consider the future. Um, ultimately, for, for a lot of you, um, you know, you're going to get married one day. One day you will likely be the provider of your family. And that's a big, that's a huge responsibility. And the point that you're in right now in your life um, will dictate, you know, so the decisions that you're making are huge. And they're going to dictate, you know, events that take place in the rest of your life and how, you know, the outcome of your life is. And I just want to challenge you guys to, um, when you are, you know, choosing a career, I know you're single now, but um, one day you likely will be married and your career will have a big impact on your family. Um, financially, you know, if you, if you don't have a job that, you know, is enough to, you know, support a family, if you want to have a wife and, like, five kids, <laughs> then, like, you know, you, you're going to need a job that you can actually, you know, support a family with. And, and that's something that needs to be considered now. And also, too, um, you know, the type of job that you have. You know, it, same thing. If you want to have a wife and a bunch of kids, maybe, like, don't be a pilot where you're going to have to fly around the world and never be at home. It's, it, I mean, it's common sense things, but it's things that, you know, are easily missed because you're young and because you're single, because you're thinking, oh, it would be awesome. Like, I'd love to be a pilot. You know, you can fly around everywhere. But, hey, you know what? Do you really want to do that when you're, you know, 40 or 45 and you never see your wife and kids and, you know, whatever? So it's something to consider. Look ahead to the future and, you know, keep those things in mind when you're considering the career that you have. Also, one other thing I want to challenge you in is, um, you know, consider your career in the light of, in the light of God and, and uh, how you can use your career for him. We said back in the, um, in the introduction when I read the summary that your career, in many cases, defines who you are as a person. Um, we, we're Christians. Um, we represent God here on this earth. Obviously, you know, for all of us, we have different careers. We have different jobs. Um, God calls us to different things. But ultimately, we're light, and we need to use every single aspect of our life to serve God. And your career is a huge part of that because you're spending a majority of your life, you know, at your job and at your career. So consider it in the light of, you know, what God wants you to do and how he can use you in certain careers um, and how he can use your career to build up others, to build up the church, to support the church, um, and to do God's work here on this earth. Uh, now for the girls. Um, there are two main stigmas that girls have. Um, one is, you know, the, the feministic view where that I kind of had a little bit um, earlier on in my life where I, I was very career focused and I had the um, mentality that, you know what, um, career is a lot more important than having a family. I'm not even going to get married. Like, who knows if I'm going to get married? Who knows if I'm going to have kids? I'm just going to be, you know, career driven. And then when those women do end up getting married and do having kids, they're not, you know, the role that God has has. Um, instructed them to be in the Bible, and uh, they're giving their kids up for daycare, and they're placing their career before their family. 
um, those that's kind of the one side that society is really leaning toward now um, is women go to work, women don't stay at home, women don't tend to their children, um, and you let other people raise them. <clears throat> the other mentality, which is the other extreme, is, you know, the Betty Crocker homemaker staying at home, you know, not having any education, you know, just getting married and, and breeding children constantly. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the mentality breeding. that... <laughs> that's the mentality that... Um, society has about housewives and they literally don't do anything and they become stupid quote unquote and so to say um, that we have these two stigmas that you know us girls have to face with and we kind of tend to lean one toward another and um, when we're stuck in the middle we, we don't we don't know where to go and especially right now at your age there is a possibility that you know you might get married there is a possibility that when you get married you might have children so what do you do in this case? How do you prepare yourself for a career? Or how do you prepare yourself for, you know, getting married? A lot of girls end up, I, I remember when I was younger, hearing some older girls saying, I'm not going to go to school. I, I just want to get married and stay at home. And they did absolutely nothing to prepare for their future. Um, that in itself is probably not the wisest thing to do. Um, you don't know what God's plan is for you. If you do get married, you know, maybe God made it possible so that you can't have children and maybe you know you might be stuck in a situation where you do have to financially support your household too even just a little bit in whatever case education is a great um, avenue even if you don't end up using it because girls education doesn't just provide you for you know a career in the future it gives you qualities and characteristics that you can't really develop on your own um, you can even be using it later on like I know I went to school for marketing and um, I was really career focused I kind of leaned toward more of the feministic side and didn't you know want to have kids or, or get married and things like that but God really changed my direction and um, if we do end up having children and I can't work, I mean, I have the marketing skills that I, I went to school for that can possibly help the family business or help Ben in any way with his career. And as women, when we get married, we are to be a support to our husbands. And when we have, you know, an educational background that can help support our husbands, that, you know, could be a blessing um, to your family. If education isn't right for you, um, getting experience and just, you know, being open to what God wants you to do being diligent and hardworking at whatever you do because staying at home and just waiting for a proposal to come is not, you know, the most, you know, it's not the most uh, smartest thing to do, obviously. But God wants to use you and whatever, you know, talents he gave you and capabilities that he has allowed you to use. Okay. So we're going to wrap up the, uh, the material part of this form and get onto a little bit more. Um, of the practical part, some of the experiences of uh, people who will share, and hopefully at the end we'll have a bit of time for just some questions and discussion. Um, but we're going to go through a, a few do's and don'ts that we came up with, um, just to kind of summarize some of the things that we mentioned in the forum today that will help lay them out, um, hopefully pretty clearly. So I'm going to take the do's, Lori's going to do the don'ts. Um, we're just going to go through these in a list. So the first one is put God first. Um, in Matthew 6, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. For you guys, you know, put God first in your life. Make him number one, and he will take care of everything else. Um, you don't need to worry. You don't need to, you know, choosing a career and, and going through school, it can be an anxious time. But put God first, um, and he will work everything out for you. Um, that's, 
that's, it's very, so clear from the Bible, and it, I've seen it so clear in my life, that the times when I put God first, he's taken care of everything else. Um, seek godly advice. We mentioned this at the beginning again. Talk to people. Talk to your parents. I know it's hard. Talk to your parents. See what they think. You know, I'm so thankful for the support that I've had from my parents. Um, and, you know, those, uh, you know, my older, older siblings and, and other older people in my life who, who have given me advice and given me direction in this, in this place. It's, there's so much wisdom out there from the Bible and from those who have gone through experiences that you can learn. So seek advice. Another do, go out. Job shadowing, talk to people. Same thing. Kind of relates to the last one. Um, we brought up the point before about doing co-ops, doing you know, job shadowing, you know, just gaining experience um, you know, from the experiences of other people. Um, don't you know, have to learn it the hard way by you know, we're going through everything, going through school or whatever the case is, and then finding out that, hey, I don't really like what I've actually you know, studied for the last four years. Um, consider, you know, consider that and, and seek the advice that's out there. Be open about different careers. Um, I think it's a great thing when you have you know, a mindset, if you say, you know, I want to be a doctor, or I want to be this or that or whatever, and you go for it. I think that's an awesome thing. Um, but be open to different careers. You know, don't don't um, limit yourself too much to, to one thing. Consider all of your options and seriously pray about it and um, see, you know, see what, what could happen and, and just see how different um, jobs can lead to, to, to other jobs, different careers. You might, t- you know, take things in one direction and it can steer off in another, and that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're always looking ahead to the future and always seeking what God's direction is for your life and, and being open to that. Make sure that it doesn't go against the Bible. Um, this is an important one um, to consider. I think most jobs out there are not wrong in and of themselves. Um, there are some jobs that are wrong <laughs> um, that you cannot do as a Christian. But um, also consider, too, that um, certain jobs, like I mentioned in the last point, um, they, lead, they lead to other things. You may start out with a job that is innocent, that is good, and um, it, can, it can, you know, be directed. A lot of times jobs, you know, you move up in the corporate ladder or jobs change your roles and whatever it is. Um, consider that and always keep yourself in check, you know, relating to your career. How does this affect my life spiritually? How does this affect my family? How does this affect, um, you know, my relationship with God? Whatever the case is, um, is it wrong? Am I, am I doing things in my job that are wrong? Am I kind of like, you know, you know twisting things that um, are dishonest, like it says in Proverbs? Um, you know, keep that in consideration because jobs are always changing and um, we need to make sure that, that our jobs are, are something that are holy and something that are according to God's plan. We work hard in the don'ts. Okay, for the don'ts. Um, Mark eight thirty six says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Uh, money is not the goal um, that we're trying to strive toward. Um, don't go choosing a job based on the salary it makes. Don't go um, researching jobs and look at the salary first before what it actually is because you're going to end up finding yourself um, somewhere that you really don't want to be. Um, money is not the goal. Obviously, it, it's, it's an important factor to uh, consider, especially if you want to you know, have a family and provide for them, but that is not the main thing that we should be focusing on. Um, also, don't be looking at a career based on the status it gives, you know, um, anything in medical, like, because I just want to be a doctor. I know Ben, um, he had uh, a friend in high school, right? Yeah, I had a friend in high school that um, 
was pretty close with. And his goal... <laughs> yeah, he had a friend. <laughs> I had one friend. <laughs> I had several friends. But one particular friend. How about that? Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a, a, a close friend in high school who was extremely driven um, and the, extremely driven to do well. Um, and the, the motive behind that was respect. And I could tell, he, he wouldn't necessarily say it, but I knew that that was what it was. He wanted to be respected. He was going to be a doctor. He wanted to be like some surgeon or something like that. Basically, he was, wanted to do the job that he thought would get him the most respect, you know, get him the most letters next to his name. And uh, that was his goal. I don't even know if he really liked that, if he honestly enjoyed, you know, doing things in the medical field or, you know, becoming a doctor. But he just wanted that respect. And he got so caught up in that. And, and I could see it. And I just you know, for you guys just to, to keep that in check and, and not, you know, do your job because you just want respect from it, but do it because uh, it's something that you really love and that you feel that God is leading you to. And you'll get the most respect with how hard you work. Um, even if it's, you know, a garbage man or, or something that, you know, you, you think is like the lowest job that is out there. Like, if you work hard, you will get respect. It's not about the status that you have behind that or the education you received for it. Uh, don't think college is a guaranteed success. Obviously, uh, college can lead into um, failures, too. Uh, you can get nowhere with college um, if you don't use it right and for the right reasons. Um, have a reason to go to college and don't just go. Have a purpose. Um, it doesn't just magically give you what you, what you want. <clears throat> uh, don't slack off today and think that you'll just catch up tomorrow. It's a process. And you can't just catch up, you know, five years from now for, for slacking up um, for the past five years. It's a lot harder than you think. Um, so start today, and, and uh, whatever you do, um, do your best. And uh, don't limit to just your plans. Don't have a plan in mind and be like, I'm just going to, you know, follow through my plan, and um, this is how it's exactly going to go, because God has different things for you. Um, God's going to open up many different avenues, many paths. God's going to tell you, hey, I want you to go down this this road. And, you know, you go down it, and halfway through, God's going to be like, you know what? I want you to change directions and go down this road. You know, your plans can change in a moment of, like, any second, and it could be totally different. Don't limit yourself. Be open. Be willing to hear God's Spirit work in you, and um, He'll bring you so many blessings in your life. Okay, so that covers the... Uh sort of the content of our form. At this point now, we'd like to have a couple of people uh, come up and share some of their experience. These are older people who you know, have been through career, been through schooling, and they're going to share a little bit about themselves and then also give you guys some practical advice of, of things that they've learned. Okay, here I am. I'm the old person. <laughs> I'm Barb Munther, my career general surgery. Um, I'm also the example of what not to do because I did not seek God's direction first. I rejected the Lord Jesus when I was your age. Um, Actually, I didn't think much about careers in high school. Uh, I enjoyed school. I did well in school. I I was fairly good at a very different, many different things. So it was really hard to focus in on any particular area or field. And I also couldn't think very far into the future. I went to the university, Canadian terms, after high school, but I dropped out after the first year. And then I uh, got a job at um, 
post office delivering mail. And, but I started night classes soon after that because I enjoyed school. Um, and then my coworkers started giving me a hard time, and they said, you know, high school diploma, just like what we have, is about the same as one year of university. It's not worth much difference. And, you know, and then it got me thinking, oh, do I want to be um, a post office worker all my life? So I got a job as a chemistry lab tech, and that was pretty cool because the company paid for university. So I really kind of kept me out of trouble because I worked 40-hour a week and went to night school full-time um, during that time, and the company paid for it. And since I was in chemistry, I took chemistry courses, so that's how I majored in chemistry. So you can see I didn't exactly do what um, Ben and Lori were telling you to do here in terms of thinking ahead. Um, any rate, this continued a little more than a year, and then I uh, finished up university. So actually, I finished like the rest of my um, friends who started school and didn't drop out and within the four-year period. Of course, I had a four-school transcript in that, but that's a different story. Um, at the time that I graduated, um, my friends in chemistry and the PhD programs found out that all the money or the grants and the job opportunities were in medically-related fields. So I decided to apply to medical school. My dad's a surgeon, so that wasn't a foreign idea for me either. Um, but when I got into medical school, the big decision is what field to pursue. And um, I decided on uh, general surgery. And that's a huge and broad field in and of, in and of itself. Um, again, I didn't think about getting married or having children uh, during this whole process. Now, after five years of surgical training, now I'm ready to start practice with my husband. Practice means work and surgery, not practice. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but by that time, I was married and had my first child. And it was only with my first child that I realized that 13 years of school and training after high school, and that's not the circuitous route that they were talking about. That's the very straight route, um, did not prepare me one bit for being a mom. And that job is amazing. It is awesome, and um, school doesn't get you there. It doesn't prepare you at all. Only God can help you to get there. And so that's what turned me to the Lord Jesus, and I'm very thankful. But by then, I'm in the practice with my husband in general surgery. By the way, he's a surgeon, but he also did three extra years in cancer surgery. But we were in a rural area. I'm talking about rural 3,700 people in one town and about 4,000 in the other town, two hospitals, and we were the only surgeons for miles and miles away. Um, so here I am um, without much of a support system, no church family, no family, because we moved to a place that needed surgeons. Um, any rate, and then over the next eight years, we had three more children. So I'm going to tell you that I didn't do any thinking really about this thing, uh, the career choices. I kind of evolved into it. Um, and, uh, but the most important thing is I did not seek God's direction first. But I learned a bunch of lessons, so I want to tell you about those lessons. One is time is limited. We're each given 24-hour a day, 
and you can't be cloned. That was always my wish, in a sense, because I love my job. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed surgery, and especially in a rural area. Um, and I love my children, love my family, and yet both were totally full-time jobs in and of itself. And if I could be cloned, I thought that would be the answer, but it, obviously that's not reality. So that's one of those limitations that Ben was talking about. Um, motherhood, fatherhood. It's the most fulfilling, intense, amazing job anyone could have. And um, it's also extremely difficult, and you totally need God in that. Um, I also discovered that God places within us an incredible bond that, I mean, I kind of knew people love their kids, but, I mean, this thing is so intense. I mean, it was very hard. I cried every time I had to go back to work after each child. Uh, it is, is amazing. And I just never predicted that. Um, the other thing is, if you're a working mom, or dad for that matter, guess what? You're going to possibly miss your child's first smile, first steps, amazing, cute little things that they do. And the caregiver is going to come to you all excited about these things. And you can't get jealous about it like your tendency will be. Otherwise, it'll destroy your relationship with your caregiver and your relationship with your kid. So that's something else just to think about. I never thought about these kind of things. Um, also, if you don't influence your kids, guess who will? Everybody and everything else, the media and everything. And you need to answer before the face of God for how you rear your kids. And that's an incredibly um, hard responsibility. Not only that, but our kids really are our greatest mission field. Now, I have four kids, my husband and I. We're six that can tell people about Jesus and live for Jesus. That's a ton more people that can be reached than I or my husband and I together. Now, here's another unpopular thought. Um, I really truly believe, and it's not society's pressure or anything, that moms are given a special nurturing role for their children. Um, I don't understand it. I really can't even pinpoint to it to describe it to you. But it is um, something amazing. It's something innate that God has given us. And I'm not saying dads, and I'm not talking about the lazy ones they were talking about. I'm talking about devoted dads can't, I'm not saying that they can't stay home and rear their kids while moms work. I think that's definitely possible, but I think that's very unusual, and it's very unusual in the long haul. Often it happens on a temporary basis. Um, but the long haul, I think that's another story. Um, I also believe that um, multitasking is a lie. We all do it, and it's very popular. But if you're doing it, you're compromising on both things or the three or the four things you're doing all at the same time. And you're certainly not making memories, and you're certainly not having the joy and the appreciation that God wants us to have in what, all that we do. Um, there's another thing. Um, if you're truly following the seven biblical principles that were described earlier, guess what? You are a valuable person for the, your teachers in school, your bosses at work, or whatever. And 
they may be presenting you with a lot of opportunities. They may be presenting you with um, um, ways to be even more successful and be pushing you up the ladder of success and so on. But as Christians, I think men and women, we need to be very wary of some of those things and be stopping and asking God, is this really good for me spiritually? Is this good for my family spiritually? Is this really what God you have intended for me to be doing at this time? Because the world's idea of success and God's are sometimes extremely different, and we are representing Christ on earth. Um, And I would like to reiterate that go to your parents for advice. Maybe they know nothing about your field, but they do know you. They know your strengths. They know your weaknesses. And if you can get to the point where you can truly have real conversation with them, it'll be extremely important for you and for your future. Um, they will. They may even have some ideas, and they may have networking, even if they don't have the family business. So um, don't dismiss your parents. Besides, they have a vested interest in you. They only have your good in mind. Remember that. Not everybody out there who's giving you advice truly has your good in mind. Um, also, when you consider your career, don't just think about what you enjoy doing. Think about the lifestyle. That was a part of general surgery that was a little bit tricky for me. Lifestyle is you, get, you can be called any time, day or night. Um, that can be tricky when you have kids. Um, the other thing is, um, or here's an example. One of my boys wanted to be a chef at one point, and uh, then it was pointed out to him that chefs primarily work nights and weekends. And he was thinking about this for a while, and he thought, ooh, That's not the way I want to live my life. Forget that one. Um, And I really strongly recommend job shadowing. Um, Actually, it's pretty cool. As high school students, most people um, are very open to sharing their day with you. I mean, look, you guys could probably get into even observed surgery. I know you can. just an example, or whatever you're interested in doing. Remember, though, as you're job shadowing, ask a lot of questions. That's the opportunity to see how daily life really proceeds, how many times the person's on the phone, how many times they're doing paperwork instead of doing the real work as government kicks in here. But, um, but also remember that that's only one day. And every day is different in the life of somebody who's doing this regular job. So you have to keep that balanced as well. Um, So anyway, I guess those are all the questions, all the main lessons that I wanted to tell you. Hi, my name is uh, Willie Ritzman. For those of you that don't know me, I, as far as career and jobs goes, uh, I come from a, a very different angle. Um, it's uh, it's something that I have always felt very strongly in, in uh, having the Lord uh, lead the way as far as uh, what to do as far as a, as a, a job. Um, I did not go the route of of higher education. I went throughout of getting into trades and uh, and going through a co-op, uh, not a co-op, an apprenticeship uh, where you go to college. Um, 
by me, things started out originally, I actually thought I wanted to be a farmer. And uh, I grew up on a farm, and, uh, and uh, that kind of all sort of changed because uh, I heard that uh, Diane over, uh, I overheard her one time speaking to somebody that uh, there's no way she would ever marry a farmer. And uh, so things kind of changed direction a little bit. Um, but, uh, but at that time, I had already uh, uh, figured on that uh, I wanted to be uh, a tractor mechanic, and I had an apprenticeship lined up for it, and, uh, um, it, and that was my, my fallback for it. Um, it's not the direction I ended up going either. Um, and this is something that uh, it's so important for you guys to realize that at the age where you are at, and even younger yet, people watch, watch you. They see you. They see, they see your ethics. They see how you how you apply yourself to absolutely anything. Uh, my real opportunity came up, and I believe that God pr- provided the opportunity through this. But it was actually through a neighbor of ours on the farm that happened to see of how I worked around the farm, and I had helped him around his place on a few things, and just with yard work and stuff. And uh, he basically decided that. He wanted to have me working for him, and uh, I was working on strawberry fields, picking strawberries and all kinds of little different jobs and stuff, and he, he kept calling the house. He wanted to talk to me, and uh, I never returned his call. I thought, oh, he's some big shot kind of thing. I don't need to talk to him, and uh, finally it was my mother that actually kind of told me. She says, uh, you know, you have to have the decency to call this man back and tell him you're not interested. So... Finally, I did. I started talking to him on the phone, and he kind of stopped me midway through because he, he's seen where I was going to go. And he says, look, before you say no, he says, why don't you come by my office? I'm going to show you around our shop. I'll show you the trades that we do have here. We have other things here that are related to mechanics. And, uh, and they had uh, millwrights that worked in the, in the shop there, which I had never, ever heard of a millwright before. But... Uh, you know, I went through that shop, and uh, I kind of said, well, yeah, okay. I got, I got something lined up already anyways and stuff. And, of course, what he said to me that kind of changed my mind was, well, what are they looking at paying you? I'm going to start you at double that. Uh, and uh, so it made my decision pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, it, but again, it's, if you really keep things in prayer, the Lord provides these different opportunities, and in, in, in so many different ways that it, that He He shows you the direction to be able to go. Um, I was not one that was interested in going on to schooling and and dealing with these things, um, but I'll tell you that with if you put your hundred percent into anything that you do, um, that you you're employer can see that you're a hundred percent reliable a hundred percent trustworthy you climb the ladder really fast and uh, I mean I went from being an apprentice before I was out of my apprenticeship I got to a foreman level to estimators to project managers to the part owner in the company Um, I made more money than doctors do Uh, and uh, or some and it's, but it's not about the money. And again, by me, what happened is I got up to a certain level, and all of a sudden the Lord said to me, um, 
I want you to sell your shares in this company. I want you to start slowing down and focus more on things for me. And that's the point where I am in my life right now. But if we stay focused on doing what the Lord wants us to do, he blesses us in so many ways, and it's not necessarily monetary-wise, but I consider myself a very blessed person. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, we've got a, a few minutes left. It's good. Yesterday we went about five minutes over time at this point. Um, so this leaves us a, a few minutes uh, just for some Q&A. Any questions that you guys have, we can hopefully get some discussion going here in the next five minutes. And uh, if you guys have any questions, hopefully we can answer them. Or if you guys have answers, you know, collaborate between yourself. So open it up, anything. Yeah. What happened to that guy that was a doctor and friend? Sorry, what? The guy who wanted to be a doctor that was a friend. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still in medical school. But... <laughs> <laughs> he probably will be in the next four years. Yeah. Other questions? Any questions or comments, piece of advice that you have learned um, that you can share with other people? Yep. Um, I actually have been like praying about what I should be doing. And um, just recently like got into my prayer through the Bible. And like I really wanted to know like hundred percent, um, you know, like I want to be happy in my job and like obviously support myself or my kids, whatever. And um, it's just so important to definitely pray about it and even like read God's word because there's so many like you think that you know it's old fashioned there's not going to be like you know what to do in there but it's 100% true that if God wants you to do something you'll definitely absolutely it's amazing to see too how how applicable the principles and the concepts that are in the Bible especially in Proverbs relate to us even today even though work um, and like just our whole system and network of, of schooling and, and working and so many different careers and, and opportunities, how still the principles that are found in the Bible apply today. And I think that's such an amazing thing. Um, you know, even though they were written thousands of years ago, they're still, still alive for us today. Any last comments, questions? Yes? A little comment just on work ethic and stuff. Like, um, in my life... I was working for Braver uh, or whatnot, and he told me that he's moving up north and everything. And within a week time, I didn't tell anyone that I needed a job. And within a week time, I had four different framing offers. So I think, like, you know, they see they see your work ethic. Like, I think that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Just like what you were saying. It's amazing. And that starts, that starts today, right? You can't just be like, oh, I'm done high school and you work hard. Yeah, it's, even when you're in high school, it's work hard. Work hard, you know, wherever you are, in whatever stage you're in. Okay. I want to leave you guys with the verse, um, again, from Matthew 6. Uh, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Put God first, and I promise you that he will take care of this aspect of your life. Thank you, everyone.